0: Welcome to Tradutex Portuguese Lessons Podcast. Olá, eu sou a Helena, and on this episode we're going to talk about the verb POR, to put in Portuguese. But before that, I want to let you know that Tradutex Portuguese Lessons Podcast is now on Patreon. Patreon is a platform where you can support the projects you like. So if you're enjoying listening to this podcast, and if you would like it to carry on, you can also become a patron. As a patron, you get a PDF with the highlights of each episode, pronunciation tips. You can even participate on a monthly live session with me and much more. Go to wwwpatreoncom tradutex and learn more about it. So on today's episode, we're going to focus on a very important and special verb we have in Portuguese: the verb "por." Como se escreve POR? P, O, com circumflexo R. That's right, so this little one has a circumflex accent on the letter O. Why is this? Because we need to tell the difference between the verb POR and the preposition POR. POR has exactly the same spelling but no accent and it means of course something completely different. Pour the verb, can be translated in English as PUT, PUT ON, PLACE, SET but POR, the preposition, it's more the idea of BY, THROUGH, via, or sometimes FOR. So completely different words and it's this circumflex that makes the difference when we write it. When we look at the infinitive of the verb POR, we might find something a bit strange about it, the fact that it's ending with OR. That's quite special because, as you remember, Portuguese verbs only have three different possible groups. We have AR verbs, ER verbs or IR verbs. So first, second or third group. So where do we fit this POR? Actually POR belongs to the second group, the ER. But that doesn't make much of a difference because it is so irregular. So the first thing we need to learn is how do we pronounce each verb form in the present tense. And it could be a bit of a struggle because we will be dealing with quite nasal sounds. Sometimes nasal sounds for foreigners might be the hardest ones to do. And this verb poor could actually be quite a challenge. So let's first start with learning the pronunciation of each verb form in the present tense. So imagine in English you're saying the verb to put. I put, you put, he put, we put, etc. And let's do, do it now in Portuguese. So let's start with the first one, of course. I put would be eu ponho. Eu ponho. Como se escreve ponho? P-O-N-H-O. And we have this nasal consonant sound because of the fact that we have the NH together. N-H, NH. Also, that nasal sound, that nasal consonant sound, let's say it like that, also makes the first O slightly nasal too. So we start with PON, already nasal, ponyu. Don't forget to stress the second to last syllable In this case, the first one of the word. So, I put is eu ponho. So, how do we say you put? You, informal you. Put tu pões. Tu pões. That's right, quite nasal. Como se escreve pões? P o contil é s. So this verb form requires an accent, the accent that we call til. I'm talking about that little wave that always makes the vowel sounds nasal. Let's place that little wave, that til, on the letter o. And that immediately affects not only the o but also the e afterwards. So we have poinsh, poinsh. If you're getting some difficulty in making this sound, place your hand on your nose and make sure when you pronounce it, you feel a bit of a vibration that will indicate that the air is also flowing not only from your mouth, but from your nose. And that's, that means that you're making the sound right. So I will repeat this one. You put in formal U, to point to. And now, if you can do poins, you can easily do the formal U. Because all of this verb is quite irregular, it follows a bit that same logic all the verbs in the present do, of dropping the S and you get your formal U. So, você, poin. so same spelling, then to poins, just drop the S. Como se escreve poin, p, o. Contil é. Você põe. And then that same põe, we will use it for he and she. He puts, she puts. Il põe, ela põe. Okay, we finished the singular pronouns. I will just go through them quickly so you can repeat them after me. Eu ponho. Tu põe, você põe, ele põe, ela okay Ok, let's now go through the plural ones. We put. Maybe you will find this one the easiest one. That's something typical from Portuguese verbs. The nós... It's always the most regular and the easiest one to pronounce. So we put, we just need to say NÓS PÔMOS NÓS PÔMOS Como se escreve PÔMOS? P-O-M-O-S PÔMOS NÓS PÔMOS and now there's only one verb form uh, left to learn, the last one, the one that it's good for the plural you, the one it's like the you guys one, vos ish, and the same exact one we will use for they, masculine they, ilsh. Don't forget that the masculine they it's about men, but also a mixed group of men and women, Ilsh. or if you're just talking about the ladies elas. So, you, plural you, you guys, use as you want to remember, vocês, we will say, vocês põem. I will repeat this one. Põem. So, we're saying exactly the same thing we did for the você, il, ela, põen, with an extra nasal sound, that on the writing we represent with an extra M. So como screve poin p o contil e m point. So instead of having the voci point, now we have points so we add a i at the end important to remember for both Vo point and vos point it's important to keep in mind that we don't close our lips at the end so keep keep your mouth open Vo point always with the mouth open. don't close your lips. So the same exact point. Is good to talk about they. So now that you know everything about the spelling of this verb for each person, let's go through the verb again and I will leave you some time to repeat after me. So, focus and make your best nasal sounds. So, remember the infinitive is PÔR Eu ponho Tu pões Você põe eu põe Ela põe Nós pomos Vocês põem I think it would be very helpful if we put these verbs into a context. So you can see how do we use this verb or these verb forms in real-life context. So, for instance, if I want to say something like I put on my glasses Because por is also this idea of put on something. So I'll start with eu ponho. And if you're wondering, is it possible to drop the word eu? Absolutely. You can always drop the personal pronoun in Portuguese and the sentence remains correct. Sometimes it's really not necessary. For instance, when we talk about eu, tu, and nós it's really not necessary to clarify the context because these verb forms are unique. When I say ponho, it can only be one thing. Sometimes when we do third-person singular or third-person plural, você, ele, ela or vocês, eles, elas, we might feel that we need to say the pronoun just to make it more clear what what we're saying but it's never absolutely necessary to say. So, it all depends on the context and if you want to say it or not. But here, I will say the personal pronouns so you can remember better each verb form. So, if I want to say I put on my glasses, I start with eu ponho, eu ponho, and now the glasses I could say my glasses, but in Portuguese we don't feel that we need to say my glasses, I could just say the glasses and it's perfectly understood that if I'm putting them on, they are mine. So, I will drop the possessive on this one and I will just say I put on the glasses. Eu ponho os óculos. Os óculos. So, the word for glosses is óculos and because it starts with the vowel I can, I have the option, and I will do it to run together the article os and the word óculos So, let's run it together and say os óculos eu ponho os óculos eu ponho os óculos Or if you want, ponho os óculos. If you're wondering, is it possible to not run these two words together and just say os óculos? Yes, it is. It's perfectly okay. It's perfectly correct. It's not a grammar problem or anything. But it's hard to find people speaking like that because you will see that it doesn't flow that well. If you say os óculos, It forces you to stop in the middle, but when you say it flows really well. So it makes it much easier for you to keep on your speech. Let's do now another sentence, this time for you in formal you put. If you want to say you put the car in the garage. So we start with you in formal you to with or without the two, you already know that. Tu pões o carro na garagem. Tu o carro na garagem. Please notice that when I say na and a, it's a contraction between the preposition i meaning in and the article feminine. Definite article the or in Portuguese a. So I'm plus a in the, we get this new word na. So na garage right, means in the garage. Two points: o carro na garage. Let's do another one for the put on. For instance, if you put on your shoes, put on your shoes. Again, I will drop the possessive because we don't need to say it all the time in Portuguese it's more normal don't say it because again if i say you put on the shoes it's understood that you're putting on your shoes and if that's the case i don't need to point it out so let's just say you put on the shoes você põe os sapatos você Põe os sapatos. Você põe os sapatos. Now, you probably noticed that when I say os sapatos, I cannot exactly run these two words together as we did with os óculos, the glasses. That happens because sapatos doesn't start with a vowel. So, it's not possible to run the two words together. As we did with os óculos. One last time, você põe os sapatos. Let's say now he puts the glass on the table, on top of the table. Ele põe o copo em cima da mesa. Ele põe Ele põe o copo cima da mesa. We've seen before on a different episode, on a previous episode, the expression ein em cima do. That means on top. So let's do this one again. Ele põe o copo em cima da mesa. Another context we can use this verb "put" is the idea of put money in the bank account, for instance. So let's say he puts money in his bank account. Again, if it's in his bank account, we can drop the possessive, and we do that often, because again, it's implied that it is his bank account. If it was someone else's bank account, we will have to point it out. But if it's his own bank account, we can just drop the possessive. So let's say he puts money. Il pon dinheiro. Na conta do banco. I think in a real-life context we would probably drop do banco and we would just say ele põe dinheiro na conta, and it's understood that we're talking about conta do banco. Let's do this one again without do banco. Ele we can do, maybe this time we can do a ela, because we already did a ill, so let's change into ela, she, so we have one of each. Ela põe dinheiro na conta do banco. Ela põe dinheiro na conta. And you know when we put the dishes in the dishwasher? So, the dishes, we say, a loiça. Como se escreve loiça? L, O, I, C de cedilha, A, loiça. And that is the idea of all the dishes. So, let's say we put the dishes in the dishwasher. Dishwasher is máquina de lavar loiça but a bit like when we said conta do banco we could drop do banco because the context is clear here we can also drop do lavar loiça we can just say máquina because the context is perfectly clear where else would we put the dishes, right? So let's say nós pomos a loiça na máquina nós pomos a loissa na máquina. See again this na máquina it's again that contraction i plus a in the just like we did with na garage and we're still picking the na instead of a nu for instance because máquina just like garage are both feminine words so when Last time, this one. Where else could we put? For instance, we could put the clothes in the bag if you're going to travel. So, the clothes in Portuguese, we normally use the word in singular, although it can also be used in plural, but more commonly we will use it in singular. We say a roupa Como se escreve roupa? R O U P A Roupa So you plural you, you guys. Vocês põem a roupa na mala. So bag is mala. M A L A Mala, mala. And again, feminine word, just like conta and garage and máquina. I'm not doing it on purpose, I just thought about these examples and now I realize they're all feminine words and that's why we have to say na. In the, i plus a. And we picked a because the following word is feminine. So let's do this one again. Vosis põem... A roupa na mala. And now I'm teaching you a fixed expression with the verb pôr that we use all the time. The idea of lay the table or set the table. We say in Portuguese pôr a mesa. Pôr a mesa. So if I want to say, for instance, they laid the table or they set the table, I say, eles põem a mesa. Eles põem a mesa. Eles põem a mesa. That's right. We try to put põem together. Eles põem a mesa, because it's all uh, vowel sounds. Eles põem a mesa. One last one to cover elas, let's do again put on. We've already put on the glasses and the shoes, óculos e sapatos. Let's say, for instance, the hat. The word for hat is chapéu. Como se escreve chapéu? C-H-A-P-E com acento U. Elas ponem U chapéu. Elas ponem o chapéu. Again, you can run together. põe you. It's all vowel sounds. Elas ponem o chapéu. In this case. I stopped a bit in the middle because I was speaking slowly, but I'm if I'm speaking quicker elas põem o chapéu. Elas põem o chapéu. Okay, so you've seen the verb pôr being used in different contexts and in different sentences. I would like to go through each sentence with you. I will say them at a normal pace, not too fast, not too slowly, and I would like you to repeat them after me, okay? Same sentences, so you already know what I mean. Just focus on the pronunciation and on your fluency. Eu ponho os óculos. Tu pões o carro na garagem. Você põe os sapatos. Ele põe o copo em cima da mesa. Ela põe dinheiro na conta do banco. Nós pômos a loiça na máquina. Vocês põem a roupa na mala. Eles põem a mesa. Elas põem o chapéu. I just to finish this episode, I want to tell you the expression sunset. As I told you, set, it's one of the possibilities to translate the verb por. And how do we say como se diz sunset in Portuguese? I think you guessed by now. We say por do sol. A bit like if we're saying... The set or the put of the sun, so in this case, por becomes a noun. We say o por the, so that's why we know it becomes a noun. Although it is exactly the same spelling we have on the verb and the same idea, U por do sol, U por do sol. So if you want to say that the sun sets again, we should use the verb por sol points We need to add this uh, pronoun su with a hyphen a hyphen points points That's how we use the verb in terms of sunset. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and before I finish I want to thank to my dear patrons that are supporting this project and keeping my motivation high. Francine Brown, Gita Barknovitz, Philip French, Rebecca Hunt, Carl Sperling, Petra Korf, Brenda Sabrechts, David Soto, Lindy Fock, Michelle Q. Tabata Souza, Jerry Ellis, Sandra Weimert, Karen Soares, Kenneth Pizisco, Ibrahim Malmutawa, Hank Van Ken, Karen Barnhorn, Pauline Mansfield, Pran Udiana, Anne Grandish, Jenny Wong and Elise van der Flucht. Thank you so much for your support. Muito, muito obrigada. If you liked this episode, please share it with your friends. Muito obrigada e até para semana. Tchau!